0: I'm Micah Boyette, and you're listening to The Slow Way. This is a podcast about the slow goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. It's a quiet space where all of us, frantic strivers, serial doers, and weary achievers, are invited in for a moment of reflection and opportunity for prayer. In a chance to practice going slow in a world that often seems to only value speed, success, and power. Listen, friends, we know what's real. The true thing is deep down underneath the surface. And sometimes you have to stop long enough to notice. So here, let's try. Have a seat. Just for a few minutes, let's go the slow way. This Advent, I'll be sharing a couple of episodes a week to help us center our hearts and minds to make this season a sacred space for us. Each episode, I'll read an original poem written by me, particularly for the season of Advent. Stay tuned after each poem as I guide you through a contemplative practice to help us center our hearts and minds in the presence of God. Today's poem is called The Lord is With Thee. It's taken from the Gospel of Luke, Chapter 1. The Lord is with thee. They hail me, Mary, full of grace. They bless me, brave, obedient, holy. What would you have said to the 12-foot, light-soaked man, a gold-flecked tower whose honey lips spoke your name? I said yes, then ran, traveled days, silent, hungry, purging in the grass, to my cousins. I knew nowhere else to go. I found Elizabeth impossibly full with child. She 50 and bare, as pregnant as I, 13 unknown. We an absurd pair. Did I hope she would recognize my angel tale? Believe for me what I hardly could? The Lord is with thee, she said. Her baby soared inside. Her face was vague to my memory. What I recalled was her voice. In candlelight, she once tucked me under wool with my sisters. Sang us to sleep with poems of Yahweh. How easily she spoke of God, as if he were a neighbor, a fishmonger on the street. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb. For three months she hid me from rumors, from my angry betrothed. I took walks. I threw up. I ate. Robes can only hide so much. Then I stood beside the midwife, water basin in hand, while my cousin squatted and screamed. I knew what my yes meant this body must do and wept for myself, for this child of God given to my clumsy care. Who am I? I once said to Elizabeth after dinner beside our fire. I am small and weak in faith. She placed her palm on my cheek, whispered, your gods. A slow practice. It seems to me that we often miss out on the gifts that the season of Advent is trying to give us because we're so intent on proving to ourselves the divinity of the story of Jesus' birth without allowing ourselves to consider the humanity and vulnerability of the players in this story. Mary was a new mom, and while you certainly don't need to understand what it is to be a new mom to fill the depth of this story, I think women who have experienced the trauma and euphoria of birth have something to teach all of us about how we can best lean into the days leading up to Christmas. I gave birth for the first time when I was two months shy of 29 years old in a secure relationship with my partner in a financially stable lifestyle and with the care of knowledgeable medical practitioners. Mary had none of that. She had an angelic message, a fiancé who had tried to leave her and then decided not to because of a dream. No midwives that we know of, no secure lodging, and she was a little baby as far as we can surmise. A teenager probably being shipped off to marriage because she'd gone through enough of puberty to be allowed her place in the realm of mothers. Maybe she really only had one secure thing, and that was her older cousin, Elizabeth. Elizabeth had an uncertain birth as well, and a possibly disapproving community. A little old for babies, aren't we, Elizabeth? And a husband who had stopped talking after his heavenly encounter. I'm so grateful the scriptures include this relationship. We women get so few pictures of the sacred gift of female leadership, care, and community. For Elizabeth and Mary, they held each other up, carried each other through their seasons of pregnancy, and their faithfulness to this season in one another's lives set the foundation for the work of their little boys. John the Baptist, who would go wild in the woods, eating locusts, preaching repentance, making baptism the sacred marker that it is and clearing a path in the wilderness for his distant cousin, Jesus. John would die a gruesome death and Jesus would remind us how to grieve. Jesus would lean into his sermon on the Mount, blessed are those who mourn. Today, I hope you'll consider the foundation you're laying with your life. This may not be a season of giving birth, either literally or metaphorically, But the truth is that we're always prepping the land for something. And the foundation you lay now will be felt by the ones who come after you. Let's take a moment to consider how the way you live your days ultimately determines your life. Sit still with me. Let's pray as we breathe in and out. The choices you're making today are laying a foundation for who you become and those who follow behind you become. Breathe in. Holy one, you invite me to make a way in the wilderness. Breathe out. Give me eyes to see the ones who follow behind me. in. Holy One, you invite me to make a way in the wilderness. Breathe out. Show me those who need my tender care. Breathe in. Holy One, you invite me to make a way in the wilderness breathe out. Show me the foundation my life is laying for those who come behind me. Our moments and daily choices add up to our lives. Spend these next minutes considering your daily rhythms of prayer, service, work, and rest. And play. What does your day say about your life? What small change might you be invited to make today that will build the kind of foundation you hope to leave behind? Thanks for listening to The Slow Way. Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here with me is no small thing. When we move, even for a few minutes, at a pace that refuses to conform with the culture around us, we make space for God, for wisdom, for a vision of ourselves and others that can only be seen when we take the time to pay attention. What I'm trying to say is we make space for love. So well done, friends. I'm proud of us. I want to thank Carson Boyette and Val Schleter for managing my social media and keeping me organized. Jason Boyette for designing the label and being my wise knower of podcasts and the great and good Angelina Murray for editing. If you're interested in more words on The Slow Way, you can sign up for my newsletter at micahboyette.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Micah Boyette and find my book found wherever books are sold. You can also review The Slow Way on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you think that's a good idea. But... If you're too busy to do that, you probably shouldn't. Instead, make a cup of tea. Sit and read, or better, take a nap. Until then, friends, let's go the slow way. See you next time.